Hey everybody, this is Petey from the Spinner Rack, and we also have Calvin Ellis ready to rock. Today we are going to talk about Harley Quinn's a very problematic, problematic Valentine's Day that's coming out on HBO Max. I don't know if there's a trailer. I didn't look for it, but let's see if there's a trailer to drive. Um, now, have you watched the Harley show? The cartoon? Yes. I watched one episode. And what happened? I didn't watch anymore. Well, that's a glowing endorsement. Um, ultimately, they have a Valentine's Day special coming out. And the show has been more about the romance between... Oh, here we got a trailer for this. It's on Microsoft, which is on... Um, oh, God, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find this and mute this. I'll hear it. All right, so there we go. We actually got the trailer here to watch. Um, well, for me, you know, it's in the Family Guy slash, um, you know, the. I guess Invincible has been that's in that same thing, but more the Deadpool type of stuff. But they kind of, and I'm like, I'm okay with them trying to do that type of stuff. But at the same time, I don't like this romance between Harley and Ivy. I'm kind of totally against it. I, I read the, did you read the mini series of Harley and Ivy? What, what the one where they get married? No, not the. You think I would be bringing that up in this? I guess I should because that's the topic of what's going on. But have you read the real one, the Bruce Tim and um, uh, Paul Dini miniseries? The thing that every fan was waiting for post um, Mad Love, and then they finally gave us a romp where the two of them. Yeah, where Harley is the thorn in Ivy's side, and Ivy, you know, at times wants to um, wants to kill Harley, but um, oh, that, that, but you mean from years ago? Yeah. Yes, yes. That I thought was the perfect sort of dynamic. They created so many in the animated series. They created so many great dynamics of you know I Harley being the you know the pin cushion for the Joker. How Harley kind of being um, the what was it before the well the creeper being the the thorn in Harley's side. They even added in a romance between Dick Grayson and Harley, having them having this sort of a weird sort of combo thing happen. And then the cartoon, huh? Oh, you mean, oh, you mean when she raped him? Yeah, I remember that. But then they've decided that, huh? I said rape. <laughs> So we have this right here because the cartoon is playing out this romance between Harley and Ivy and they're the perfect couple. They love each other, they get in trouble, they destroy and kill and rob and love. But the, the people who are the producers are like, it's, I mean, it's there in the title, but at the same time, they're saying the fans, we are not going to break them up. We understand how important this relationship of two criminals, they're, they're vile criminals. 
No, you got to read the fine print. We understand how important this relationship is to maintaining the ratings that we have. <laughs> we do not want to get torched and trolled online. And so we are not going to break them up. We're going to give you exactly what you want because you guys turn out for us. Thank you very much. The You're not going to get me in trouble for saying like the LL. You're not going to make me say the that thing that people don't like, right? I mean, not Lois Lane, but the lipstick L. You're not going to make me say that. Between no, you don't got to say that. Say what I would say. Lesbian love. <laughs> so let's... Lesbian love has been selling. Who Who is the guy who showed everybody that you could make a lot of money if you had lesbians on the show? Who was that? Howard Stern. <laughs> Well, yeah, Howard Stern. Oh, wait a second. Well, now Howard Stern is a very different Howard Stern. He has Lizzo, like a best friends with Lizzo and Ellen. No, no, I'm <laughs> vintage Howard Stern. Howard Stern, who would come over and have a, a, a you know a black midget dressed like a pygmy on the show. Okay, no. I'm talking that Howard Stern. But Howard, Stern, he, said <laughs> he said it. I saw the episode. He said it himself. He said it himself. He's like he if he had known that lesbians were what he needed to like drive the ratings he would have had them on you know he would have had them on years you know before but howard stern would have lesbians on all the time or at least and then all the shows that were like howard stern-esque around that point you always had lesbians on the, you always had lesbians on the show and the ratings always improved the guys liked it okay and it also seemed to bring out another I you know, know another viewer as well what was that show you remember the show xena warrior princess Yes, I remember Xena Warrior Princess. Man, the show, Xena was straight as a gate. <laughs> okay? When that show started, it was her and Hercules. She had some other dude who was like her one true love. And it didn't work out between the two of them. And then slowly but surely, her and Gabrielle were going to be getting together. And I was like, where did this come from? And then at some point, they realized, hey, we've got a, we've got a, you know, a group a demographic of people who want to see this happen. I won't say who the people were. Well, but how, they, how did you trick me into doing this? Because I know Mars is going to be totally upset of me saying lesbian in love, lesbian lesbians. Like, he's going to be so upset with us. <laughs> what, at this point, it's 2023. You can't have it both ways. You can't say it's all good, but you can't say, but you can't say it's all good. That's what the show is. They, they hit the lowest common denominator, two girls making out. And, you know, historically, the ratings do good. People like watching it. The guys, love, the guys love watching it. They, they, uh, they mentally put themselves in between the two chicks. Okay. And then it does bring, and it also brings out the demographic that likes watching that as well. So I'm not surprised. Them, the idea that you can have two people of the same sex and they could just be enemies or friends or whatever it is, without them somehow going into a relationship in 2023 is just, you know, it's just naive at this point. Everything has to lead, everything has to lead to some sort of sexual relationship. And so if it's two people and they got any sort of tension, I hate you, I hate you, next thing you know, they kiss it. It's like, you know, standard stuff at this point. So I'm not surprised with any of the things that they've done with Harley and Ivy. Disappointed, maybe, since you had some other routes to go. And it doesn't necessarily work for these characters, but you know they know where their bread is buttered, and they're gonna keep on putting on. Okay, but the thing of it is that you're saying that 
the numbers are saying that this is getting the 18 to 25 of fanboy loving this stuff and the, they're promoting that they're having a um uh, same-sex positive relationship even though they're vile criminals killing and maiming people like they're vile criminals who cares what the relationship if it's a there's not positive there's they're psychos but you have turned this into the the aspect of this thing is selling because of the behind the scenes it's um guys guys loving it and indifference so at the same time there's also the the xena crowd that um that love that aspect that changed the whole show into um what it became picking pictures of two of them in like in a sort of a, in some sort of bath together and hey, that sort of stuff they were they flirted with that even they flirted with that even when they brought back like Hercules that at some point this was just there and it, it was going to happen. They have been flirting. They have been flirting with that stuff. Cause I mean, I was watching the show. I was like, wait a minute. Wasn't she with Hercules? Wasn't she with this dude? Where's this coming? Wasn't Gabrielle doing all this other, where is this coming from? But no, nobody cared. They just wanted to see, they wanted to see these two characters get to get together. Okay. It wasn't on a major network, so they could have the latitude to do it. And so they, you know, that's how it worked. Now, Harley, I mean, the Xena stuff, I thought was just silly. But uh, the stuff with Harley and Poison Ivy, you can tell from early on, this was never, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. never the uh, the long-term strategy or goal with these characters. Somebody decided, like, hey, you know, it'd be cool. We should hook these two characters up. And yeah. here we are. Well, that's the thing with uh, Harley, you know, Harley isn't like Harley is someone that stuff falls right into her face, right? So, and she's also been no, I, don't, I mean, the miniseries is enough. I say that let's get to this thing and get to what the they say behind the scenes. So, let's watch this Cinemax original, which is now known as HBO Max. Oh, sorry, I gotta stop this. I don't have the uh, audio on. Apologies, where is my stop share? Let's get this out of um, here. Bang, bang. Right. Here we go, guys. Ready, set, and. Holy shit, do I love Valentine's Day? Not only is it the gushiest, mushiest, most romantic day of the year, but for 24 hours, you have a bulletproof excuse for doing cheesy shit for your partner. Oh. What's not to love about Valentine's Day? Just as long as it's low key. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I'm the right one. Better for Mars. Women, Venus, let me guess. You want to have a bigger penis? I don't know. I got that. Who is pumped for the best DD ever? I saw cool dead eyes from across the room. Dark side is in love. it is what you said it was. <laughs> Look at 
like it? It's the how is not. You're <laughs> gonna kill us for saying that. Um, so we have the at we have that's the trailer, right? But um, hold on. This would be like if they got Betty and Veronica together. <laughs> okay, it's like, huh? Hey, you know what would really be cool? If we got Betty, Veronica, and Cheryl Blossom. Got him in a threesome. That, that, that's what I look at this stuff and it is. I'm like, well, these characters shouldn't these characters shouldn't be together. There's no reason for it. They're Boys. living their truth. They were fighting because they secretly loved each other. Yeah, whatever. They are they there's no reason for the two of these characters to be palling around. Okay. The series that they did with them where they were just like, oh goodness, I gotta deal with this one again. You know, I'm trying to get rid of her. Maybe I can kill her, but I need to keep that actually is a nice dynamic to work with. And then, of course, they just have, like, you know, uh, circumstances that put them together. But then you're like, okay, these guys are going to be in a full-on relationship. All right, they're both villains. Yep. Okay, they're both villains. Poison Ivy took over the world once and was trying to, like, I mean, just some stuff. And Harley Quinn has been responsible for some real garish stuff as well. Somehow she was redeemed because, well, I was under the Joker's thumb. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Okay, you were a willing actor. The Joker didn't have anything to do with it, but that's the narrative they need to go with now. So people, they can get these uh, postmodernists who want to like her to be able to say, well, she was, you know, under pressure and under power of, of the Joker. I'm like, are you kidding me? The Joker? Again, no. Don't make a whole bunch of sense over here, but they decided to go that route. But the two of these, the two of them should not be like adventuring together for long periods of time, let alone in a relationship. But look, look at the humor that they're going with here. You got a ton of sexual innuendo and jokes. You got characters that, like, you got characters like Etrigan the Demon, who shouldn't know, be anywhere near this sort of stuff. And he's on the show at the end of the day. So, you know, it's just a big goof. Not something to really take too seriously. But it's also for people who don't care about, it's for people who don't really care about the comic stories either. So they can go over, I mean, it's sort of like, I mean, uh, it's like what Gunn can do at Peacemaker. You can just carve out a little section and do that stuff. It doesn't really have to connect to anything. And the people that like it, like it. And that's pretty much the end of it. However, if anybody think, I mean, please don't look at this and think it's something progressive. Howard Stern, you know, Howard Stern cracked this nut back in the 90s. Okay. And his ratings were good. And again, and people keep turning out for it, which is, you know, hey, QED. Well, can you, can, can you see the type that's here? Can you see that? Hang on. A little small for me. Let me see. All right. Um, I just as long as you it's all right, I can read it. You can read it? Can you want to read it so you can see the truth? So we can see the wrong uh, the errors of your ways. Here we go. Bang. The don't sacrifice Hybe and Harley's healthy relationship for laughs, managing to stay funny without relying on tired toxic tropes that other series often fall into to make couples humorous. They also don't water down the pair's bond, showing audiences how into one another these villainesses are. Okay, cut. <laughs> no, there's more. There's more. <laughs> how into each other these villainesses are. Oh, since when are villains capable, or villainesses for that uh, matter, capable of expressing true love to each other? Get out of here. Oh, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> While much of the explicit content <laughs> is, played for, <laughs> is played for laughs, it also feels genuine, something that's often sacrificed when handling comic book romance. 
where other super oh. couples are paired off almost as an obligation. Something the special makes fun of with Mira and Aquaman. There is no denying that Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are girlfriends, best friends, and lovers. <laughs> they can't say anything without trying to denigrate something else. They, no, they had a kid. They that, lost the kid because of the with the main enemy. Like oh, not, Mira and Aquaman. Like, come on. This isn't even subtle. Okay. Who did they take a swipe at? They didn't take a swipe at like a if they had taken a swipe, okay, at another queer couple. I would understand. They, if they had taken a swipe at like uh, Midnighter and Apollo, I would have. Yes. You know, they took a swipe at a heterosexual couple, one of the longest lasting in in comics with Aquaman and Mira. You know, come. You know, look. I, I get it. You want to try to. You know, I get it. We're, we're normalizing and everything else that comes along with that. But that type of stuff for me is just cheap. Okay. What is it? What's obligatory about Aquaman and Mira's relationship? That's the thing. I did. They, they, they just want to say, "What is it?" Oh, it's just there's nothing to say. It's like what she's forced into because he's the king, and that's no, the thing. They don't even know what the relationship is. They don't even know the history of it. No, they're forced into it because they're heterosexual. That's what heterosexual people do. You guys have to get married. You got to stay together. Those are the rules you've made. But us, we're free. We're here because we've made this choice. Okay, you guys are stuck with each other, and then you're miserable. But we're free, okay? We're making these choices with the hearts, and that's why, like, it's that madness that they were, uh, that I used to hear, that you would hear, like, back in the '80s and the '90s. At the end of the day, before they started, before the uh, the push, you know, for LGBTQ marriage. Well, I can't even say it, it was gay marriage when it started. You know, before that push came. So this type of stuff is it's unnecessary. Uh, to, I have to admit, to some extent, it's insulting, but. You know, I think this just again, it just rolls over most people's shoulders because they're not really thinking about it. They're just, you know, in in it for some, you know, in it for some cheap laughs. And it looks like the show's gonna do Well, I don't know why they don't think that doing this and um that this isn't like the most basic of relationship things. There's nothing new to what's going on here saying let's take out all of the whole you know aspects of having a like writers basically the hard part is is what you know sometimes you see different things like what's the name uh like like um, green lantern and the Asira or um do they uh what's, what's the, the the girl the alien girl he was um in a relationship with or oh, um Matui? yeah 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 uh, uh, no because that's the red that's the red um the red um red skin girl Oh, you mean Hal, Hal Jordan? Yeah, Hal Jordan. Yeah. Who's he in a relationship besides uh, Carol Ferris? She was she was like an alien. Young, she was like a young um, uh, Green Lantern, and over time she was in love with um, the blonde green chick. Yeah, it was like not green, but she was like kind of um, like orange, and she basically over time through like you know subtle suggestion to herself, she kind of matured herself a little bit earlier. And then they had started having a relationship, but she was very into him and he was kind of like, you kind of old, young. And the next thing you know, she was like, you know, doing her thing, but at the same time, suddenly she was using the ring. Writers just try to do something interesting. So it's just not a regular boring romance. And then they get in trouble for that. 
So it's like, okay, well, they have a little bit of storytelling in here. And then we get to here, it's like, let's take out everything because we want to show something new. It's not something new. There's a ton of things of showing relationships where you have two people, but you take the two wrong people, two criminals, and then you turn it into, what's it, um, natural born killers. But the only thing that they're not is, um, they're, you know, the two women instead of two men, where, you know, I wasn't a fan of it in that sort of thing, in the hetero thing. Why would I? Why would I care about a relate a romance with two killers in the animated cartoon? So I think Harley is a great character. You can push the envelope. I think the fun of it is having, if you're going to try to do a relationship, how Harley messes everything up. But this, like, no. Every time I've seen, I think I've seen one of them together, and it just was like it was nothing. It was like um, it was like a like some sort of um you know, a Lionel Richie song, like nothing would break these two people apart, you know, it was just kind of just, you could just have one of his songs playing while they do their, um, you know, their, their criminals, you know, stomp, stomp over all the Gotham. So, and, um, it's, I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's like we're saying Catwoman and Batman is like, it's so the, the romantic tropes of having that sort of thing. But then this is just so positive, like, Come on, just, I can't, it's just too simple. But I didn't expect this to go this way. I thought we were going to just do this, and you had a lot of energy for it. So I went, I'm, my ending is, hey, February 9th, see what you say with it. I don't know if I'm going to, I mean, it's on there. I have, I've, been, I've struggled with the violence. What do you say? What are your last thoughts? I, I want to see how, I mean, this, is, this show is one of a multitude of material that I've seen within the last four years that is uh, it's pretty much riding this train. And I can pretty much see like the end of the line. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, how much more comes down the pike. But what, is, what I mean, what is the word? I mean, pretty much it, it sensationalizes same-sex relationships. Okay. And a lot, I think a lot of people go in thinking, oh, you know, you know, this is great inclusion, so on and so forth. I'm like, no, this is just sensationalism. And like anything else, eventually that kind of fizzles out and then you've got what's, you have what's left. Mm -hmm. And I want to see what happens when that, when that fuzz, okay, when that fuzz and when people stop patting themselves on the back for feeling good about watching certain things or for what's coming down or what's, or what's on the air. Or, you know, when people lose a little traction, you know, for the, uh, you know, for what's happened within the last few years happens, because then you got to have stories that are actually compelling about people mm -hmm. and not people because they're in this particular relationship, but because you actually connect with them. I've, I've said this before. It's like, you know, again, everybody knows I'm a big Superman fan. It's not enough that Superman is the hero in the story and that Lex Luthor is the bad guy and that the people need to be saved. The audience has to want Superman to do what he does. They have to want they have to want him to save the people and be victorious and put these guys over. If they feel more kinship with Lex Luthor or General Zod like they like a lot of people did in the Man of Steel movie which I just thought was crazy, okay? Then something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And you did the right job with it. If you're going into these things, not saying that everybody is, but I know a contingent is, okay, and you're going into these things simply for the shock value and slapstick, you know, and the uh, uh, turn it on its ear thing, 
okay, that's cool. But eventually that has its time. And then you've got to tell, you've got to tell stories. Okay. And the stories have to be compelling and catch the ear, the eye and the heart of the people watching it based on these characters and what you're using these characters for this right over here. It's pretty obvious what they're using the characters for. It's not my cup of tea. I'm going to pass on it, but Hey, your mileage may vary. Not necessarily you, not necessarily you, Pete, but you good viewers out there, sure. let, we'll let us know what you think about it. All right, then. Spin a rack. Out.